Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the podcaster who once wondered seconds ago, because I record these together, uh, if why pajamas are plural. But I also just was wondering, initially I was wondering, did I say friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time. Yeah, I think I did say that part. Uh, but like, so pajamas is one word. Why did they pick the J? Because it's pajamas, right? Like, uh, just curious. I'm, I'm wondering, though. I mean, I know it's stuck. They say, well, we picked it because we didn't pick it. It's the one that's stuck. Paws didn't stick, obviously. And uh, what other, what, what like, and I say, well, you could have called them PMs. I mean, that would have been confusing because, but you wear them in the PM, you know, for most people. I guess you wear them in the AM, too. But I guess you're right. PJ, PJ's works. Uh, but does it? That's my only question. I know I can't turn back time, but it's just like, did it? Was it the only option? Not that it's a bad option. It's just something I think about, and then I go on a tangent about to take your mind off stuff and keep you company because you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why I'm here to distract you, keep you company with a silly little show. That doesn't make a lot of sense. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We're going to do some uh, stuff about supporting the podcast. Then there'll be an intro uh, to give you some uh, space between the day and the night and to wind down to. And then there'll be a bedtime story at the end. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making it possible, patrons. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story, but all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It could be thoughts on your mind, things you're thinking about, uh, about the past, the present, the future. So thoughts uh, could be feelings, anything coming up for you emotionally related to those thoughts or uh, to something else, you know, feelings that are just there. It could be physical sensations. It could be changes in time or temperature or routine. It could be something else. Whatever it is that's that's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off of it and keep you company so you could fall asleep. And that's really the most important part about the show is you getting the sleep that you deserve and you need. That's really why I make the show. You deserve a bedtime you don't have to dread that you could look forward to or at least feel neutral about. And that's really important to me, one, because I know how it feels, uh, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. I've, I've dealt with all of that. Uh, and there's hundreds of thousands of people listening right now that are dealing with it or have dealt with it in different ways, too, that know how it feels. That's the main message is, well, not everybody knows exactly what you're going through. A lot of us know how it feels. And we say, yeah, that's tough. That's why we call it the deep, dark night. It's not easy. And you deserve a bedtime that has a little bit more predictability and a little bit more reassurance and some sleep. Because if you get the sleep you need, you get the sleep you deserve, your life is going to be more manageable. And that means it's a better place uh, for you to be in. Uh, And that means it's a better world for all of us to be in. 
So that's why I make the show and kind of the message that there are other people listening. That Even though you might feel alone and you might physically be alone, you're not alone in the deep, dark night. There's others of us out there who know how it feels. And uh, the way I do it, the way I try to help, it's a little bit different. It doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't work for almost anyone on the first try. Uh, most regular listeners say give it two or three tries and see how it goes, but it's a different show. I'll explain all that coming up, but the first thing I do is I send my voice across the deep, dark night, and then I use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. My dulcet tones are extra creaky right now. It means my voice is not traditionally soothing. I, I go on pointless meanders and superfluous tangents. Because I get mixed up, and then I go off topic, and then I wonder, and then I wah-wah wonder, and then I say, why do I wah-wah wonder why? Because my, 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 my thoughts, they just run away. And then I wonder, it'd probably be better. I said, what would it be like if my thoughts just stayed? And then I say, how come my thoughts are uh, forming in a doo-wop song? But uh, I, I yeah, send my voice across the deep dark, dark, deep, dark night, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, uh, all to keep you company so you can fall asleep. Now, a few things to know about the show. As I said, it's very different. Give it a few tries. If you already know you don't like the show, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. There's tons of other sleep podcasts and sleepy audio on there for you to check out. Uh, check that out. Oh, the other things to know about the show. Uh, it's very different. It's a podcast you don't really listen to. You just kind of barely listen. So you kind of put it on as background noise almost. And uh, some people are paying attention, but for a lot of people, they have me, you know, they're just kind of like, uh-huh. It's a, it's a passive listening experience or I'm out of focus. Some people have me at a mumble, and then some people are listening for a distraction. But you don't have to pay attention because there's no pressure to. There's no pressure to listen and no pressure to fall asleep on this show. The show is just here for you uh, to be here, whether you're awake or asleep even. And the not listening part can be hardest when you're wondering, okay, when's the show going to start? Oh, it's already going. It's going. It's just not going anywhere. Particularly, you know, it's just, uh, it's stalled out. You say, okay, but when's the sleepy stuff? I say, oh boy, this is, I say, well, this is actually, it's not any sleepy stuff either. This is podcast to put you to sleep. It doesn't really put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company while you fall asleep. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bud, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar burr, your neighbor, your boar friend in the deep track. I'm here to keep you company you know, some people, they can't sleep. I'm here to the very end to keep them company, too. But if you, even if you're sleeping, I'm here keeping you company. Like there's that motel, whichever, they say, we'll leave the light on for you. They say, hey, can you turn the light off, though? Really? Like, I'm here. Or don't leave, don't leave the light on. Put it on a dimmer or something. Leave it on so I can find you. I know you, I know you're, you were kind of speaking figuratively, but yeah, leave a light on so I can find my room. And I, you know, I, I feel, you know, I got my car parked. But then, uh, you know, turn those lights off or, you know, make sure there's enough blinds that uh, you'll leave the light on for me. But once I'm in the room, there you go. That should be implied, I guess. Once I'm in the room, won't know it. We'll leave the light on for you. 
but you won't notice once you're in the room, comfortable, sleeping soundly. Additional message uh, created fictionally by Scooter from Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, the light's on for you, but you won't even know. You, you'll notice so you could get here so then you don't have to notice. Now, you know, now with extra double, triple curtains uh, because we left the light on. Then they'd probably say, why don't we just, t- what if we just use a different bulb uh, or a different lighting technology? And they'd say, well, because it's, that's, our, that's our catchphrase, leaving the light on for them. What if we just, leave, we'll leave the light on for you figuratively, but there'll be lights. But it'll be, but there won't be the kind of lights that get in the way of you falling asleep because we're really a place to sleep once you find us. What if you just say, if we were speaking figuratively, what we'd be saying is we're easy to find and we're really friendly and welcoming, uh, but great to sleep at. Also, by the way, you're not advertising a motel. You're trying to start a sleep podcast. Oh, so yeah, so so that's uh, well, those are pointless meanders and superfluous tangents. But really, I mean, wouldn't it someone say? I mean, sure, has that been one of their commercials? Like where they say, "Okay, that's great for the person on their way," but what about you know? Can you turn it off for me? I'm already here. I paid for my room's paid for. So can you turn the light off? I, I mean, I know it's about not about me. I, I do want the family that still needs to find their way here. Like, or maybe that, like, all, we'll leave the light on for you. All rooms facing away from the light. Uh, the lights, the light, like, uh, like, uh, you, like you, but the lights here for, you know, all rooms face away from the light by, except, uh, that doesn't make any sense. That petered out. I've never had anything peter out so completely. I mean, I guess you say, yeah, all all rooms are west-facing rooms. The light's facing east. Uh, it's where you pull in and you pay. Oh, but this is a sleep podcast. So, yeah, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. You don't really put you to sleep. I take your mind off stuff while you fall asleep. I'm here to yeah, keep you company in the deep, dark night. I told you why I make the show. I told you it takes a couple tries to get used to. Not everybody likes it, but most people that have become regular listeners... They do say it took a few tries to get used to the show. Uh, some other things to know is structurally the show is very different, and it's very intentional, but it does take some getting used to for the structure. And as you become a regular listener, you can adjust how you listen. But let me tell you why the show's structured the way it is. Uh, it starts off with a greeting, friends will be on the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So you feel seen and welcome. You say, oh, maybe I'll check this show out. Maybe I'll see... I mean, I guess that was a great move for them. If all other motels had their lights off, uh, I'd say, well, let's go to the one with the light on. That feels more welcoming. Uh, you say that, that you see that's a competitive advantage or whatever, whatever they say, minimum viable product advantage or what, I don't know what they say because I, I only half listen. You say, well, yeah, let's go to, well, well, no kidding. Let's go to that place. The lights on feels like it's on for us. Uh, they left the light on for us. All the other places turned out their lights and went to bed. Don't want to go there because then I got to wait and wake the person up. They'll come to the jo- door and uh, long johns, I'm presuming, I would hope, uh, or fully dressed. But maybe they'll be grouchy. That one, the light's on. And it's so bright that I, no one could sleep through that light. Except for us when we get in bed, of course. 
because all the rooms are facing a different direction as they get is if like uh, they couldn't they couldn't they like couldn't be facing all the rooms that they've left on for us i forgot what how that related to sleep with me but um oh show starts off with a greeting so you say okay i could check that out the light's on Clearly, my brain's like, the light is not, the light is dim. On a, on a dimmer switch with you, Scoots, I say, thanks, brain. Okay, but so, um, where was I? Been lo- I'm lost in, I've, I've got, what are those called? An, an auto lodge in my brain. I'm lost in its marketing materials. So, <laughs> I really am. Uh, okay, so, uh. Oh, so there's greeting. Then there's support for the show. That's like where you pay for the room. Uh, luckily, this it's free, and you you get to listen for free because either people that support the show directly or the sponsors. So that's the support for the show here twice a week for free. Then there's support for listeners having a tough time. Support for communities around the show. Then there's an intro. And the intro is like a, it can throw people off because it's about fifteen or twenty minutes long. In most podcasts, right? You just you say, "Okay, just sign this form here," and then you walk in your door. You're in your room. That would be a normal podcast intro. Ours, it's a bit of a meander. It goes on and on and on. One because I'm just not good at getting to the point, but two because I'm not good at getting to the point, which is almost the point. And so the intro goes on and on and on. For a regular listener, it's part of their bedtime routine. It's different every time, but there's a familiarity to it. They say, okay, there goes Scoots again, trying to find his way to introduce the podcast that he's made over a thousand episodes of. And I don't know what in the name of Tom Bodetti is doing, but uh, he's uh, having a good time doing it. And also can't quite follow it. So it's working. So the intro goes on and on and on because it's a, like a, it's part of the wind down routine, like a little bit of a twilight or a buffer between your day life and your sleeping life. So some listeners are getting ready for bed. Some people are getting comfortable. Some people are falling asleep. Two percent of listeners skip the intro. But for most people, it's about uh, easing into bedtime or doing some sort of other relaxing activity or getting ready for bed or getting comfortable while the intro plays. Because for most of us, we need a little wind down before we can get to sleep. And so that's what the intro provides, as well as an opportunity for me to showcase my ineptitude. I mean, where else in the world would I get to show off uh, the fact that I'm... uh, human and uh, I'm, I'm i'm flawed in uh i'm flawed yeah it's, uh, like uh showcasing his flaws twice a week no not my flaws that would be gross uh uh but my flaws uh i'll leave the human on for you scooter uh you got extra that rooms now come with it they don't come with extra human uh, but the podcast has extra, you know, it, it has one human who, who has extra humanity or excess of it. I don't That sounds like a brag. I don't have excess humanity. I'm just, I'm just particularly good at being, uh, imperfect. So, okay. Oh, so that's the intro it goes on and on and on. Then there's more support for the show between the intro and the story. Then it'll be our story. Then it'll be our episodically modular series, Nuns in Space which you can listen to in any order. So it'll be a nice little bedtime story. Then there's thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. That's why I make the show. 
I'm really glad you're here. I'm really glad you checked the podcast out. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody, it's time for our episodically modular series, Nuns in Space. And it is very episodically modular, so I'm going to give you a lot of the details you need. And then, ideally, the characters will fill in the rest. Uh, But it's the story of Nuns in Space, which may be a little bit, you say, oh, wow, I can't wait. And I say, well, 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 well uh, technically, it's a story with the, the, where nuns are in space. That part is true. Uh, but the nuns in space part is uh, not exactly the centerpiece. So there's, uh, there's uh, some main characters. Maybe I should start there. You say, oh, the nuns, of course. And I say, great, good, good, good uh, question, but uh, not exactly. Uh, the main character, uh, the hero, or the the heroic character, is Stan, a free a sentient so like a uh, you could simply describe as a sentient soda machine, freestyle. But of course, so much more than that—a being, a sentient being who happens to be a soda machine, freestyle soda machine in their physical form. Yeah, that that part. So it's Stan. Uh, there's Stan's sidekick, Scooter, v- very, the character is, uh, very, uh, uh, <laughs> very familiar. And then there are the nuns from Scooter's childhood. They run, they, they're flying a spaceship. Uh, Scooter is on the spaceship with the nuns from his childhood. He's their only, their only, uh, what do you call it? Enlisted or they're only, he's the only crew member. There's uh, three nuns. They command the ship. Scooter's their only crew member. They're traveling somewhere important, but we don't know where. I don't think Scooter does because it's a need-to-know information. And also, uh, Stan, the freestyle soda machine, it is in the episodes. But basically, that's it. Each episode is uh, something happens in space. Uh, Scooter tries to help the nuns as their crew member. And uh, trying to get to help uh, his his best friend. Oh, Stan and Scooter are also best friends, even though Scooter Scooter Stan's sidekick uh, to help his best friend and his uh, leader. What do you, if you're a sidekick? What do you your uh, heroic figure you work for? I mean, other than Bat Batman, who if you're Robin, you say uh, like how do you refer, if you're the sidekick? I have to watch that. Uh, I have to see how that plays out in um, uh, Star Kid. But yeah, so the nuns in so, so it's a story about nuns in space, kind of uh, so much, but so much more than that. A thinly veiled metaphor for uh, an entirely unrelated story. Nuns in space introduced by our Hollywood announcer, and if there has ever been a heroic figure. Uh, who could play a hero? Who's who, who, how about that? A heroic figure playing a heroic figures, and does he cut a, a heroic figure? I don't even know what that means, but it, like, uh, even at a distance, he said that's clearly a heroic figure, uh, walking down my driveway so loudly. I said, Can't you put like felt on the bottom of those shoes or something? Is it, can, do you have shoe dampeners? 
And he said, I'm not sure those exist. And I said, well, we're inventing them. I said, what about, and then I said, this, he turned me down. Believe it or not, Antonio can be assertive. I said, what about wearing burlap burlap sacks over your shoes? And he said, a sack? And I said, well, more like a burlap bag. I said, those will be shoe dampeners. And he said, well, I may, you know, and I said, no, no, burlap is very, uh, he said, I'll slip within the sack, uh. So I said, you got, I said, okay, no more Then I'll dig. I'm sorry. Then this is what I had to say. I said, well, okay. So you're asserting your needs, uh, and, and, and seeing your saying yes to what you're saying, no burlap bags on your shoes. I do need to implement a no shoe policy from now on. And, uh, so moving forward, You've heard of, there's been a bit, I think there's a base, a famous baseball player called Shoeless Somebody. He's not in shoes. It's not what he would choose. But it's the clomping of his heels we did lose. This uh, time here to introduce our series, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, the friends beyond the binary, ladies, the gentlemen, the boys, the girls, it's time for nuns. In the space. Scooter, I would never wear. I would never propose wearing flip flops. But what about some? Uh, uh, what about something to get me uh, from my car to your door? Because there is uh, leaves on the trees falling. And this is nuns in space. Yeah, shush. That's uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas, old shoeless Antonio. Uh, won't be in any, I know you were going to say brand name of shoes that you think are quiet, but aren't. Uh, this is, that's Mr. Antonio Banderas. This is Nuns in Space, everybody. Uh, hey, pen pal, it's me, Stan. Scooter, if you're listening, uh, or pen pal, if you could get a hold of Scooter, that would be great. I could use some help here. I'm, uh. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running in and I'm running a Coliseum scooter and, uh, no, 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 not with gladiators. Of course not scooter. Of course not. Uh, running, running pen pal. So I found myself pen pal. I can't fill. I don't know when it started. Uh, but at some point I found myself on this planet alone. I don't know where scooter is. Uh, so that's, uh, uh, that's probably, you know, I could use some companionship, uh, and, and some brainstorming and it's not all bad. Um, so I'm trying to look at what's positive and give you the positives. Uh, there's a giant Coliseum here. It's, uh, not like the Coliseum in Rome or like the former, like it was before or after, um, but it is a coliseum. There's no one. There's no. Well, there's people in the stands. Well, we changed the stands to rooms. Uh, so when there's people in the stands, they're they're the people of this planet, and they're resting or the being. I don't know if they want to be called people. They're beings, and they uh, they're resting. And the rest of the time, this could, oh, this is very big too. And I seem to have powers uh, to uh, make the Coliseum rebuild itself. That's how we built the rooms. 
It's like it's connected to my some of my processing. But what we do here all day long, if the, this could be construed as positive, but it's not a scooter, is we run we run a race all day long. Everybody here on the planet, uh, all the residents or the current residents. And we've just been running it in the Coliseum because then I can control all the variables. Outside, I learned the hard way that uh, I couldn't, outside of the Coliseum, I couldn't control everything. But now here in the Coliseum, I can control everything. So basically what happens is every day everybody's resting. Like uh, most of the people... Or most of the people of this planet, I'll just say it. They're not humans, but they do. They are bipedal, and they do have uh, opposable thumbs, and uh, so they're similar to humans, a similar structure. But uh, like every day, they're on a, a very similar biological clock that includes resting and sleeping. There's many different genders, but this, none of that's important, Pen pal. The thing is, every day they wake up uh, mostly at the same time. And we have, then we have, uh, while they're still kind of tired because their bodies need to replenish, we have, you know, uh, where they eat and, and uh, you know, but basically consume water and food. And then they chase me all day long. And what, uh, I guess it's not a race because it never ends. Um, and I create obstacles to keep them engaged or so that they don't catch me, even though it's like, uh, it is possible with their numbers, they could catch me at some point, but there was only one time like, well, that they even got close. Uh, my suspicion is they can't catch me, that it'll do something not good for anybody. And so I don't know why that is. I just feel it deep within my, you know, deep within my vacuum tubes. So that's it. Every day we run a different, different obstacle race all day, all day long. And it's a good thing is that plenty of power sources for me. And then I help the, the these, uh, you know, then they're so tired, then they eat. Uh, that's the only solution because they won't stop chasing me otherwise. Like they basically like we 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 get them down till they they have to they like uh, because they all the great thing is they're all in sync so there's no like saying well I'm not tired yet everybody gets tired at the same time and hungry and a little bit grouchy and that's only twice once in the morning I mean so then they just go to bed they eat and go to bed and then we start the whole thing over the next day. And how did we get here is that I got here, I don't know how I got here, when, but what I do remember is seeing all, like, outside of the Coliseum, I was here, and I saw them running around separately, chasing stuff, and chasing uh, things floating on the wind, chasing paper floating on the wind, chasing streams the, the lights of the calcium are very bright uh so i could see everything day or night and they were just like uh they were all on different schedules 
but they would just chase themselves so they were tired and not all of them had. And then, it, like, so I started bringing them water and food and I said, why don't you st-? And then they would just go start chasing again. And I said, this is, uh, this is a problem. Clearly this planet is, uh, chasing it. They're not chasing. None of them have tails, but they would chase their own tail if they could, maybe. They don't though, because I tried that pen pal. It didn't work. One of the things I did try. And so they, uh, they run around. I said, okay, I got to help them. But then I tried to help get them to stop. They won't stop chasing. And then I said, well, it's not realistic for me to run around this whole planet, which isn't it. The planet's not in great shape, pen pal. It's very, seems like stuff's not going well here. And I discovered the Coliseum. I said, this is a great place. It's made for maybe the, like, why'd you leave here? And they looked at me. So then I started them chasing different objects around and they got, they, they just didn't seem happy with it. Like they weren't engaged or something. I don't know. They had malaise, even though they were still chasing. I could see it on their faces, pen pale. So then I said, don't worry. Uh, and I kept, so finally I ended up, they had to chase me because like, I'm so like, uh, like they can't catch me like the gingerbread man. They couldn't catch gingerbread. I tried a gingerbread person. It was only, you know, a, a, like an outline one on a, you know, thing spinning around. Uh, but, the, you know, they've adapted. And I've run some Moore's, you know, Moore's Law, like Pen Pal, in case you're listening, like that's the easiest way to explain it. And at some point they will surpass my ability to make things. Like uh, this is not an endless cycle. It feels endless. Uh, every day we get up, they chase me. I try to design a way, obstacles and, you know, things for them to climb. And like sooner or later they'll catch me and then it won't be good. So that's why I'm here waiting for Scooter. Like Scooter, I'm like waiting here. I'm working. I'm going to be running all day long, Scooter. I could use your help. Like uh, Scooter, I could use your help. I'm doing a lot of work here, Scooter. Okay, Stan, yeah, I'm dreaming. Like, Stan, are you, Stan, are you bathed in sweat? Uh, like, uh, is it, are you wearing a sweat, a sweatsuit or a tracksuit, Stan? Those are like, uh, wow, this is quite a dream here. And you're wearing wristbands. Scooter, yeah, I'm super sweaty. I could use your help. Uh, I can't see anything at all. Okay, Stan, is there sweat in your eyes? Scooter, there's sweat in my eyes. Okay, because you don't have a headband on, Stan. Um, let me just look around here for anything I could put on you. Uh, I don't have a headband or sweatband. Uh, here's a, I could use this pillowcase to wipe the sweat. Oh, what? No, Stan, you're not there. That was just a dream. Uh, holy cow. It looked good thing, though, because st- I would probably grab the sock next, Stan. And, oh, uh, uh. Oh, the nuns are calling me to get back to work, so, so it was a dream anyway. Sorry, Stan. Oh, wait a second. Now I'm remembering that we're caught in this loop. Uh, in case you're listening, pen pal, I guess I'm recording this for you or Stan or somebody else. Every day, I don't know how long a day is, so I'm using that in a generalized term, pen pal. But, so every day I wake up, I'm having a dream about Stan I'm the only crew member on a, a spaceship with the nuns from my childhood. 
I don't always remember the specifics about the ship because sometimes I feel like the ship is small and other times it's not small. But I remember everything else, which is we're caught in some kind of loop. We may be inside a stand, but again, I'm like, wait a second, is that just uh, something I'm misremembering? But the nuns are going somewhere on a mission, top secret. I can't figure that out. My job is to serve the nuns, which I'm supposed to be going, and they're buzzing me. But this time the walk is taking longer than sometimes I just leave my room and I'm in their cockpit. And But by serving the nuns or doing what they need me to do, it somehow gets me to stand, like it, or it gives me the clues to get to stand through some sort of mysterious portal. Then I go to stand. Stan is not remembering everything. Stan will be somewhere. Delusion is a part of it. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure what I've learned is like, uh, the delusion has evolved. Uh, I don't think it's sentient, but it lands on planets and kind of takes them over. But Stan is like the, uh, Stan isn't the anti-delusion because Stan is normally caught in delusion, but Stan has some sort of demigod-like powers, but Stan's unaware of those powers. And the people of the planet or the solar system or whatever are being impacted both by the delusion and Stan's attempts to fix the delusion because Stan's not attempting to fix the delusion. Stan's trying to help the people of the planet which normally would work great, but somehow stands unaware of the outs, like, uh, uh, I don't know. So then I help Stan mostly by uh, giving Stan ideas that don't work, and then Stan comes to a conclusion that does work. So Stan's still Stan, just with what we, what we would classify as superpowers, but in uh, Stan's memory, some of Stan's, Stan remembers short-term memory is not working. Hello, sisters. I'm here. What can, what's going on? I, I am sorry I'm late. Yes, sisters. I know I'm, I'm, I need to get back to, okay, sister. Yes, sister. What's the problem? Oh yeah. I do see all these stacks. There's a lot of piles of uh, papers. Are those tapes? Okay. And those are platter dry. Are those those 3.5 inch discs? Does this, does this spaceship even use? Oh, these are all for our important archives. Do they, sister, it seems like these piles are appearing and growing before my very eyes. Don't worry about that part. I just need to get these down to the archive. I didn't even know the ship had an archives room. Okay, so, so I should just, do you have a will? Oh, no, they have to stay in order. Okay. Well, can I take the pile? Because those are kind of tall piles. They look precarious. No, they have to stay in order, and you don't trust me to keep them in order. Oh, okay. You think they're their exact size? I could carry them in my arms and tuck my chin. Oh, yeah, you're right, sister. I'll start with these. Uh, luckily, they're on a platter, these 3.5-inch drives. Um, yeah, we got my chin rest. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, I didn't fall. I didn't drop them. Don't worry, sister. Okay, I'll go as slow as I can. Okay, you know, I won't bumble them. Uh, because I, obviously that would damage them. Oh, somewhere in here is the solution. Okay, just imagine that. And uh, one of these things is your instructions to, to re release me from service. Okay, I'll go down. Oh, there is a storage room or archive room here. 
All right, I'm going to put these discs down. Next up, uh, platter drives. Oh, now there's more piles of, uh, looks like filing stuff. Uh, okay, sister, I'm going to come take these platter drives. I'll be back. Uh, yeah, these are a little bit, uh, the thing is that the sisters can't hear me. Uh, like, I don't want to break these drives, so I'm being careful. But the papers, I got to pick up my pace once I get done with the drives with all the filing stuff because it's growing. And um, I can drop the papers maybe. Oh, boy, the filing room, though, I got to go over this balance beam. It's not too far down. It's just like a balance beam that's like four feet off the ground. Those are easier, I've, I've heard, because it, it, it's easier. It, it just is like... Uh, storage underneath here um let me get the first stack of papers and i'll be very very this is precarious don't worry sister i won't bumble uh, i'm not a bumbler i mean i guess i am um man okay so i go over this mail oh uh, okay i made it uh now go back to the cockpit and get another stack hi sisters don't worry i want like i am a bumbler though sisters so it's not my really fault that, uh, like, the, you know, the the thing about telling someone they're a bumbler, okay, just follow orders. Yes, sister. Okay, I'm back in the hall. I was going to say, though, they, they keep calling me a bumbler. The thing is, I learned when I was a busboy, just don't look at it and your body will balance it. But then when you're saying to somebody, don't be a bumbler, and it gets in their head, I got to focus here. And how I'm going to get back to Stan. Wait a second. Like, oh, oh, whoops, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, no, all the papers fell off the balance beam into the storage below. Might as well keep going and go back and keep get more. And then I'll worry about this. Oh, I dropped another. Wait a second. This is how, this has got to be how I get to Stan. Maybe I got to clean up the papers. Okay, let me get I wonder if there's a rake around here. I'll rake these papers and folders. Wait a second. If I rake these papers and folders up, I can make like a pot. This is just like raking leaves. Uh, and then I can jump into the pile of leaves. I bet you that, uh, that'll bring me to Stan. Uh, so that's exactly what I get this. Oh, this is a nice little pile here. And I don't have to worry about any doggy do because uh, I'm the only one here. And then I'll jump in here and I'll be uh, headed to Stan. Scooter, Scooter, you're here. Yes, Stan. Sorry. Uh, Scooter, where'd you come from? Where you been? Uh, if I explain it to you, like, like uh, Scooter, you got to get on my back. We got to keep moving. Okay, Stan, uh, like your back, the back of your machine, your back, Scooter, you could get on my backside. Yes, you could giggle. Okay, but it's just your back, back, uh, back, back, back here. Uh, Scooter, hold on. Stan, oh, wow, I didn't realize you had handholds here. Scooter, yeah, some machines need to be slid in and out of alcoves. So they're not, they are handholds. Perfect for riding on your, Stan, I've never, have I ridden on your back before? This is a scooter technically, uh, scooter, I need to focus. Okay, Stan, scooter, okay, I'm done focusing. 
Oh, are you uh, are your nanos making obstacles that you're running over, Scooter? They are. Uh, they, we uh, we're being chased. Okay, uh, who? What happened? Why are we being chased? Oh, Scooter, it's a part of a. Uh, um, you didn't get my messages. Oh, hold on, Stan. Oh no, the ones for pen pal and me. I'm getting them. Okay, Scooter, why run over these obstacles? Uh, okay, Stan, I listened at three times speed. Oh, okay, Scooter, so can you tell me what's going on? Oh, like, repeat back to you to make sure I understood is what you're really... So you're being chased by the beings of this planet, uh, which you're keeping here at the Coliseum, which is a giant... I mean, this thing is huge. Stan, you didn't really, I guess, uh, for size and scope, but this is uh, humongous. And so you you have been on this planet doing your best alone without my help. Yes, Scooter, I'm, I'm, I, if we had time, I'd like to talk to you about your being my sidekick and friendship. Is uh, No, I totally understand. Uh, it's, uh, it's so you're here on this planet. You're being chased. Uh, you got to this planet and you found a planet full of beings that were pointlessly chasing stuff and... In, in, uh, and you said, this must be why I'm here, to, to help them. Scooter, exactly. They were just chasing stuff around. And, and uh, they, they were running around uh, just chasing stuff. So you said, well, let me help you, give you something specific to chase and just instead of just chasing things around. Scooter, exactly. And then your solution that you eventually built your way up to is more and more complicated chases as you found this coliseum where people could live together and, uh, and like, because you just basically they chase you until they're so tired that they can't chase anymore. They all are by a lot on some sort of very similar schedule in metabolism. So they all get tired at the same time. They don't actually get so tired. This is one thing I didn't know if you noticed, Stan, but they don't get, they get, they know their limits. Scooter, they do know their limits, but they go right up against their limits. Right, but at least they know they have to, like, uh, Scooter, I don't know if they would stop, but they will, they're willing to stop. Okay. But, uh, so they stop, uh, in, and they can't catch you, but you're not exactly sure. That's just a sense you have. Scooter, deep in my vacuum tubes, I sense that if they catch me, well, then it would just undo the whole show, and they would just go back to chasing. They'd say, oh, we don't need to chase, because we, we uh, built our way up to them chasing me. So then they would just go back to the old ways of chasing stuff around Scooter, which doesn't make any sense and didn't work, and... Then they were spread all over, and there was definitely a scooter. I'm not, you know, I know it seems like I have to be in control of this situation, and I'm trying to fix things, and there is some missing pieces, Scooter. I'll be the first to admit it, but I know something was wrong, like I said, deep in my vacuum tubes. Okay, so let's just trust that you're right. They can't catch you because they would just go back to the old ways or something else. Like your, your gut, your, your vacuum tubes are saying that you're also saying when you got here, 
the fact that they were just chasing stuff around the planet was uh, that there was something, there's something, there's a few things missing we're not getting, but, um, okay. And, but you also feel the need to keep this, keep up this obstacle race. Uh, here's the thing, Stan, I was thinking at first, uh, what if, um, well, at first I was going to say, what if they catch me? Scooter, they would they would catch you instantly. Okay, so that wouldn't work. That was my first idea, though, is, like, you could, like, I could take over and, uh, um, and then bumble, and they could catch me, and then I could get information from them. Scooter, that won't work, but, but uh... So that idea won't work. I don't think scooter. They, they wouldn't believe. They wouldn't. It would. They'd just catch you really fast. They're really fast scooter. Okay. Well, what if? Uh, here's the thing. They, they they can see me on your back, right? Um, what if I fall off your back uh, and then start chasing you again? How how close are we to a bur- to a break time? Scooter, pretty close. Okay, so what if I fall off your back, um, then I bumble, and then I keep cha- chasing them, or I keep chasing you with them? Scooter, you ca- scooter, come on. Stan, it's just an idea to try out. I don't see a downside to it. Well, you might be, okay, we, there's only a few seconds left, so okay. And then I'll get back, I'll see what kind of info I can find out. Okay, uh, whoa, did you, did everybody see that? I, I caught, oh, what's that? That's the big bell. Oh, you're all tired. Wow, am I tired too? There goes that uh, freestyle soda machine. Well, what's a freestyle soda machine? Oh, you don't have them on your planet? That's what that the thing we're chasing is. That I actually, did you see I caught it? Oh, you're all too, pretty too tired to talk. Okay, let's go into the drinking and eating area. By the way, Stan, the interpreter device is working perfectly. Scooter, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, because you forget. Anyway, so, um, oh, wow, Matt, wow, this is, uh, uh, this is great. Uh, what a, gr- what a great, uh, chase today. One of the best ever, I'd say, especially because I don't know if you saw it again. I, I jumped on, Oh, you did see it. Okay, now that you're having some food and stuff, uh, you're a little more social. Yeah, I am a little bit different. I'm not quite as, um, I don't know, I'll be honest, I don't know where I am or how I got here. I just know I was chasing that thing. Does anybody else feel like that? Like, how did we get in this situation? Yeah. Does anybody else feel deep down that this isn't working and it's, uh... Like a pointless chase? No chase is pointless. Well, you're right about that. I mean, but I mean, chasing this freestyle soda machine around inside this uh, complex is uh, not where we were. I can remember back. I don't like, oh, yeah, you before you were chasing things around. Yeah, and... Uh, Oh, here comes somebody else. Stan, is that you? Scooterism in disguise. Uh, I didn't realize I could be in. I could come and join you in disguise. 
Wow, you look uh, just like one of the beings. Oh, hi. hi. Uh, hello. Uh, does anybody want to be my friend? Uh, I'll be your friend. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe you should think about what friendship means first, uh, sir. Okay, I was just being a friend. For having, we were just having a friendly conversation here about before this Coliseum. Didn't anybody else just feel like you were running around, not pointlessly, but that something was missing in our chases? You're all nodding kind of knowingly. Yeah, that uh, that it was like we were just chasing stuff around, not pointlessly, but that... Uh, like just chasing around. I remember once I chased a feather for 45 days and I didn't see anybody. I don't know. Does anybody prefer this social, ch this chasing as a group? Doesn't seem right. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay, nobody nobody needs to guilt anybody here. No, Stan, we're just talking. Okay, well, it just doesn't feel like it, uh... Okay, Stan, Stanley, why don't you um, take a look at uh, what is what was uh, like this Coliseum's here, and I don't know. Here's the thing: everybody's getting ready to go to bed. Does anybody have any dreams? Uh, oh, I do. I do. I have a dream that uh, that of a, of, a, of a vision of a of a shiny woman. Named Phantasma. Okay, thank you, Stanley. Does anybody else have any dreams about? Cha well, oh no, I'm chasing her. I'm. Cha I mean, figuratively. Okay, but does anybody else have any dreams? Oh, you dream of chasing stars. Okay, you do too. You do what? what really, like shooting stars. Okay, a lot of people have dreams of shoot, but we haven't seen you haven't seen any stars in a long time, huh? Oh, because of uh, the lights on this Coliseum. You're right; they're very bright. They may block out our ability to see shooting stars and stars. Um, we should think about if that's pot. Any, oh, okay. Some other dreams are flying through space. Really, you've dream of flying through space. Okay. Oh, somebody else! You have a dream of swimming in, um, s swimming in a, 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 some sort of uh, a goopy substance. It's a lot of goop out here in outer space, Stan. They don't talk about that in the movies. Scooter, you're right. Oh, other people have that dream too, huh? Like it's different—not water, you're saying, but you swimming around in something like water. Okay, that's interesting for sure. It's different than um, what I expected. Uh, anybody else have anything else they're uh, dream been dreaming about? Other than oh, running through fields. Okay, covered in goop. So running through fields covered in goop. Uh, oh, running through a forest covered in goop. Oh, running through a meadow. Oh, a difference between a meadow and a field, for sure. Running through a riparian area. Not sure what that... I've heard the term before, but now, is that like near a river? Oh, running through a grassy valley. Okay, different than a meadow. Oh, d uh, d running through a mountain meadow. Oh, that's very... I like how you're... Everybody's getting tired, though. 
Okay, Stan, they're all falling asleep. Let's go, Stanley. Let's go sleep over here in private. Uh, Scooter, what are we going to do? Okay, first off, we've got to shut the lights out. And then um, uh, figure out what uh, what we're missing, Stan. Like, uh, these may be archetypal dreams. I don't know about swimming in goop. Uh, but, um, I don't know, flying through space. Humans don't dream about flying through space very much. Through the sky they do, because we can't fly through space. Scooter, what are you saying? Well, I mean, as, as strange as dreams can be, Stan... And I'm no expert on anything. I'm a bumbler, right? I bumble for you, just like the nuns would say. Scooter, what are you talking about? Well, I'm just thinking that, uh, I'm just thinking, I don't know if you have dreams about, um, stuff that's not pot, like, like, I, I don't think we have dreams about chasing shooting stars either in such a specific way. Scooter, so I think, I don't, I don't understand. I'm hoping for your help. Uh, Scooter, I, I'm shutting down the lights of the Coliseum. That's been taking, that took a lot of, uh, they didn't want to be shut off. So I had to actually uh, uh, break the lights. Okay, well, though, so tomorrow, uh, I wonder how much rest they need. Like if we wake them up to look at the stars. Uh, what would happen? Okay, Scooter, uh, let's do, let's do that. Uh, hey, uh, everybody, it's, uh, Stanley, like, uh, the, 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 the lights went out on the Coliseum. Let's go outside and look at the stars. We were all dreaming. Oh, Scooter, look at, there's a lot of stars. That was the only light source on this planet. Other than the, those two moons and those stars, uh, Scooter, how do you see those moons? So they're not, uh, well, I just, uh, you can still see them. Oh yeah, Scooter, I, I'm sorry. But yeah, they're not black. Well, yeah, you just see that they're just levers, uh, but, uh, two moons, a lot of stuff. Oh, everybody's like, uh, jumping at the uh, shooting stars. Scooter, it's like they're jumping to jump off the ground though. You're right. And now everybody's kind of looking. I'm feeling like I'm trying to jump. Right, so, right. Yeah, so I could chase the stars, just like you're saying. Oh, like I could fly through space and chase the stars. Yeah. Stan, this is everybody's kind of saying on the same page here. Okay, Scooter, but everybody's kind of wandering around now. What's it? I'm sorry. I'm feeling a little. Uh, what's everybody feeling like walking around doing what? Oh, swimming in goop and then running through meadows. Scooter, I, I just uh, got contact with outer space uh, because uh, the lights were also blocking my ability to download data. Okay, and uh, what? What's uh, what? What's your? Uh, what's your? What's coming through? Scooter, there's uh, in this region. There's been, um, uh, I, I don't have the, when it started, but, uh, they call it the, 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 the great unwatering, but it's really a lack of, uh, 
there, there's something going on with all the growth in the universe, in this part of the universe, ga- this galaxy, and this planet scooter. And as I've been do- doing some echolocation, the uh, Colosseum sits, there used to be, this planet used to be full of meadows, and uh, there's still underground meadows, scooter. Uh, there was some on the surface, but this is, uh, as far as you can tell, Scooter, this planet is a source of uh, life for the universe, or this this part of the universe, this galaxy. Okay, Stan, you, you can use general terms with me. Scooter, I think it'll confuse you. Right, that's okay, though. So what are you saying, Stan? Scooter, my theory is that the Coliseum is blocking something. And that your your dream theory is correct, that they're meant to fly through space because they're not humans. And they're meant to run through goop, swim in goop, and then run through fields. I don't understand it's underground fields, I guess, Scooter, but that none of that can be accessed because of the Coliseum. Okay, Stan, here's what, here's here's an idea. Let's um, Let's build a stairway to heaven. Scooter, what do you mean? Well, the Colosseum is made up of some sort of brick-like material. So if you start building the brick by brick um, upwards, and that will help them get closer to heaven. And, Stan, I don't think you're going to remember this, but I think the Colosseum is made up of bricks of delusion. So at some point we could build it past the... um, Scooter, that's impossible. I think it is possible for you, Stan. You've done a lot here on this planet. You have some sort of extra power here. Scooter, I'm building the stairway to heaven, even though I don't believe it's going to work. Right, it'll be like a kind of like a space elevator or something. If we can get majority of it off planet, maybe we could get it into the gravitational pull of their sun. And, uh, we'll, you know, no, like, uh, Scooter, that's working. Uh, Scooter, actually, your theory will work if the, because, uh, for some reason, these stairs are all sticking together. Right. It doesn't make sense, but you have the power to do that, Stan, I believe. Scooter, they're loving running up and down the stairs and they're practicing jumping into space, but they're not able to do it yet. Right, but see the ground below, like now they're going below. I'm going to go, let's follow them below the ground. Oh, yeah, there's holes below the Coliseum. The Coliseum was covering up a giant pit of goop, uh, a subterranean lake of goop scooter. Yeah, look at all of them playing in the goop. Uh, It's uh, kind of translucent, and they're covering themselves in it. They're not bathing in it as so much as slathering themselves in goop. Scooter, it's like it's an extra-thick moisturizer. It doesn't come off, it doesn't seem to be. It could be like a spacesuit stand. Scooter, but now they're going running. They're chasing... Scooter, they're chasing underground seed pods. Yeah, through these beautiful underground... Wow, there's a whole world down here. An organic world. Oh, this is like one of these inside-outside worlds. Scooter, what do you mean? Like, see how it opens up. It's on a, um, it's tough to explain. Like, this has been in books before, but the center of the earth is also serving as a sun. So these are, uh, 
different plants, but they uh, some of them can function in the light of the sun and some in darkness. Oh, and they're just running through fields of the plant, Scooter, and fe- yeah, and, and meadows and uh, grassy plains. Oh, hey, everybody. Oh, yeah, we'd, we're going to come run. We were just talking. You're all covered in... Scooter, they're covered in seeds. Oh, they're going... Stan, that was it. You just solved it. Uh, Scooter, what do you mean? Watch them. They're all going up the stairway to heaven now. Scooter, it's reaching towards the sun. Okay, so the stairway to heaven will just help them at first until they regain their leg strength or whatever. But see, now they're chasing shooting stars. Scooter, they're flying through space. Yeah, so these beings are chasing shooting stars across this part of the galaxy, or this galaxy, this part of the universe, and this planet. Okay, Scooter, what do you mean, and and how's that important? Okay, so shooting stars may not go anywhere, so they may just chase it for the love of chasing it. Uh, But eventually they're going to take a break on a planet, or a meteorite that they're chasing is going to land on a planet. And then they're going to run around the planet or the um, their goop will start. See, because now they're coming back. As their goop starts to dry out, they come back before it fully dries. But a lot of their goop has gone. And the seeds on the goop have gone. Scooter, Scooter these are the... Uh, oh, these are the uh, seed spreaders of Sorosaur. Sor- 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 I'm sorry, what, Sand? These are the seed spreaders of Saro 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 Saw. Oh, I haven't heard of that, Sand. Oh, it was, I looked it up. It was in, in a database. Scooter, the, uh, the uh, uh, stairway to heaven starting to get pulled into that sun's gravitational pull. But I'm also getting tired, Scooter, from solving this. Yeah, we helped these people spread seeds throughout the, like, the, this universe, or this galaxy. And that's all we need to do now, Sand. You could lie down. I'm going to lie on your back here and hold you and hold on to you. Scooter, it's like we're cuddling. We are cuddling, Stan. Actually, I'm going to go I'll be back. I'm going to go um, slather myself in goop and then sleep. Okay, Scooter, don't get the goop on me, please. So, Okay, Stan, I won't. And hopefully you'll dream of um, your, your uh, Captain Phantasma. While I don't dream of me slathering myself in goop. Okay, Scooter, I, I promise I won't. All right, Stan, and I'll see you soon somewhere. Okay, Scooter, I'll see you soon too.